This is AJ Jardine, and you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. It's Tuesday night. This is Sherelle Jardine, and I'm coming to you from beautiful Vancouver, Canada. Thanks for tuning in to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget, from recording to mixing and mastering. Contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. On Make a Scene Canada, I'm excited to promote Canadian artists, introducing you to them and their music. If you dig the show and like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, please visit pacificnorthwestradio.com and click the Donate button. If you're interested in sponsoring the station or Make a Scene Canada or advertising with us, please get in touch. Our email is pacificnorthwestradio at gmail.com and in the subject line put Make a Scene Canada or Pacific Northwest Radio or maybe one of our other programs and you can find them all on pacificnorthwestradio.com. Right now, while you're listening to the show, find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page on Facebook, Make a Scene BC, where you can post your upcoming gigs. Give the station a like at Pacific Northwest Radio and follow the station on Twitter and Instagram. AJ Jardine was in town and I got her on the phone to do a quick catch up with what's happening in her world. First up, I want to play Boots on Girl off her Midnight in Bourbon CD. Get your boots on, girl. 
Talking to AJ Jardine, my fabulous and talented daughter. Welcome to Make a Scene Canada. Oh, <laughs> right on. Thanks now, for those me. that don't know you, let's go back and give our listeners a bit of a rundown on how you started out in music. Oh well, how much time do you have? Is the better question with that one. <laughs> okay, so give me your give me your best elevator pitch. <laughs> so I I've always had music as a part of who I am uh, growing up with, of course, my mom and Ho Sherelle, uh being a musician. Um, I always grew up with music around me, musical instruments. Um, it started really in my childhood with classical training and piano. And then through that, there was always a common thread of musicality and, and musical influence as I grew up. And uh, about 10 years ago is when uh, my mom and I started a band called The Jardines, which was an alt-country band, mother-daughter. And from there, we had um, such an amazing journey on that road from making two full-length albums to traveling to the UK, playing a number of festivals here on the West Coast of Canada. And um, all the meanwhile, I was uh, pursuing a theater performance degree at Simon Fraser here in Vancouver. And when I finished college with this degree of performance, um, we, my mom and I went to Nashville for the first time, and that's when I instantly fell in love with the community of songwriting and that path in the music industry. And, um, and so since 2015, I have been pursuing a solo career in country music, uh, which also included um, playing a number of festivals here in Western Canada and making the jump down to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, which is where my path has led me to this point in terms of uh, performing and touring and songwriting and really integrating my musical voice in my everyday life. I bet that moving to Nashville, I mean, you you've obviously have your BA in the creative arts, but moving to Nashville has been a huge education in itself, I'm assuming. It, uh, that is definitely a, a very safe assumption to make. Um, when I moved down there, I originally intended I was going to go there and write songs, and it has become so much more than that. Um, it's really put me into a place of getting out of my own element, my own comfort zone, um, which has then in turn given me space and different opportunities to grow as a person. And so it really was the perfect time for me to make the jump down to Nashville. As I mentioned, it just created so many more pathways and growth than I ever had anticipated uh, going down there. Awesome. And you've been touring a lot in the States. What's one of your favorite memories that you can share with our listeners? Oh, there's, there's a number of them for sure. I would say one of my, one of my favorite um, memories, my 
really good friend and fellow country artist, Mandy McMillan, her and I planned a tour up to the northeast region of the state. And the whole experience was just, there, there was no one else who, who I could be in a car with for 14 hours at a time. We drove for days on days, hours and hours and hours, but there was just so much laughter and joy. And um, yeah, so I would just say the, the overall journey of traveling to different cities and exploring different communities and getting to know people in these different towns was the overall, like, favorite memory of, of touring to this point. Can we talk about your recent illness? I'm happy to talk about the illness. Earlier this year, uh, I woke up one morning and half of my face was paralyzed. And I had uh, discovered um, through talking with doctors that I had developed Bell's palsy. And um, it was definitely a wake-up call for me. Um, to be completely honest, I'm a pretty high, strong person. I think any artist or any creative, any entrepreneur has a certain level of stress when it comes to their livelihood and um, the grind or the hustle, as, as it's bluntly put. And for me, this experience, it really um, put me in a place of discomfort as really reflecting on this particular situation and not asking, why is this happening to me? But why is this happening for me? And it's really given me the opportunity to refocus what it is that I want in life, what it is that's important. Um, I mean, our health is number one. And so when we're not healthy and, you know, I'll, I'll admit that I was really running myself down and, and burning out slightly from multiple rights a day, um, digging so much <laughs> that, I mean, it was, it was lucrative and it was great, but at the same time, it was really putting a lot of underlying stress that, um, you know, typically when I grew up, it was very much a push past the pain mentality. And I mean, with my sports, it's really taught me a lot, but also it has hindered me in certain ways that um, this experience really taught me to listen to my body and listen to what it is that I need in the moment and making sure that I'm putting my health first. And if anything, it's created a, a stronger version of myself that I'm able to carry forward and be aware of, of my own boundaries and my own limitations and continuing to put myself in a place of, of discomfort and that, that will allow me to evolve and grow. Um, but really just listening to myself and, and understanding what it is that I want in terms of music I want to create, places I want to go, bucket list items I want to check off, just living that I want to do. And, um, and um, just, just so the listeners are aware as well, I've, um, thankfully, I count my blessings every day. I recovered from those calls in less than three weeks, um, which from what the doctors had told me when I went into the ER here in Vancouver, uh, was told that it could take anywhere from three months to never um, fully recovering. And so I do count my blessings every single day. What advice would you give to artists wanting to go to Nashville? Mm, that's a really good question. And I do get asked this quite, quite regularly. And I think Nashville is such an amazing hub. It's, there is a true pulse and life to that city 
Um, I think at the end of the day, what you put into the city is, is what you get out of it. And so, um, I also, I highly recommend any artist or songwriter who, who wants to grow. I think you, you have to go, if you're going to move there, move there with the expectation that you're going to learn and that you're going to become a better version of yourself, whether that's writing stronger songs, whether that's meeting new people, whether that's just living in a different country for however amount of time. Um, I think for everybody, it's different. Um, definitely finding your tribe in the city and finding your people that you vibe with that, um, you know, have your back and you have their backs. I think that's the most important thing because it truly is a community there. And, um, yeah. And so I say, just do it because you never know. And, and, you know, my parents, all of my parents (laughs) had told me, um, you know, when I was considering jumping down there a couple of years ago, they had said, well, you don't want to look back and wonder what if I just went to Nashville for a year. And so with that, it's, I'm saying that to any artist as well. Like what, what if you move there for a year? Um, some people enjoy being there for six months of the year and then coming back to their, their home country or some people like being there all the time or just going in for rights. And so really depending on what it is that you want, with your career will, I think, help determine what your next step is. Yeah, exactly. Now you're you're a songwriter, but you're also an artist. So, do you ever find a conflict in that, especially being in Nashville because it's such a songwriting community? Um, I I don't I don't. I would say there is definitely a huge shift in the music industry where, um, especially artists are being a lot or sorry, artists are a lot more involved in the writing process. And so although there is, you know, strict songwriters out there, typically songwriters do collaborate with artists because when it comes down to it now, now that the way that, you know, the independent artist is um, able to create their own audience, create their own um, community um, with thanks to technology and, and, streaming platforms and all these different outlets that we now have to have a direct relationship with our audience. Um, and so I don't see it as a conflict. If anything, I think I see it as another tool in your toolbox that you're able to uh, develop that skill. Okay, cool. This is a fun one that I like to ask people that come on the show. If you had a genie, so you found a genie in a bottle on a beach somewhere, maybe uh, let's say Hawaii, <laughs> just because I like cool. being there. What would one yeah. of your wishes be? I guess my, so I'm not a very like we mentality in terms of a community. And so my wish would be that that money was no object to anybody because I think that each and every person here on this earth has a purpose and has a special gift to share in terms of leaving the world a better place. And it makes me incredibly sad when there are people that are so gifted, but let's face it, money is a factor in a lot of things of making stuff happen. And so I would use my wish to remove money and just allow abundance and energy exchange so that people can do what they're meant to do here and create a positive impact and be of service to others and really unify mankind and womankind. (laughs) 
That's beautiful. I know I've always had that barter, that barter mentality where, you know, I paint your fence and you give me, you know, a bushel of apples or something, right? I mean, that would be such a wonderful place to live. Absolutely. And like, even the, um, I think it's like really important to, to also, I mean, I could go on a whole rant about financial mindset and da 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 which we won't do because we won't get too off topic because uh, I can do that from time to time. But I think it's like really, I think it's really important for us to um, really have a community and see every, everything is energy here um, in our world. And so at least switching that, that it's, it's an exchange. And I think that especially musicians have one of the greatest gifts to be of service to people. And, and so it's, it is frustrating and it's upsetting when, you know, as, as um, independent artists or emerging artists, there, there is a, a lot of hustle and, you know, self-worth that we have to really own within ourselves. And um, yeah, I was just a little, just a little tangent there. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, no, that's good. Thanks for answering that. I want to talk about recording, your recording. So you did your first EP down in Nashville, but I want to jump ahead and talk about your second album that you had with Sheldon Zaharko at The Warehouse. So, you know, you were in the driver's seat for a lot of that album with Sheldon. And I want you to share with, with our listeners what the experience was for you. This experience for that record... I'm just sad that it was that that it was just a short amount of time that it was. It, it took about a month of of tracking, and because I could do that all the time. Um, really, working with Sheldon for me was was a perfect collaboration, um, and he really allowed the space for my artistry to come through, my voice, and that was everything from vocal comping to me recording my own acoustic guitar. Um, and I mean, I, I, for me, it was the perfect, the perfect dream team, so to speak. And the, um, the very organic process that we had for creating the record. And, um, we had a very similar vision of how to bring it to life. And so Sheldon really took that vision and helped it come to fruition. Yeah, it was amazing just uh, being able to go in and, and watch you guys recording it. It's, it was live off the floor, and you had some amazing players, too. Give a shout-out to the guys that played on the music. Um, so we had a great list of players. We had uh, Dylan Whiteman, uh, Flavio Cirillo, Rob Becker, Issa Contractor, John Ellis, Ryan Stead, Paul Rigby, uh, Mark Gladstone, Aaron Green, Kadu. Candace Churchill and David Steele. Oh my God! Okay, that's huge. That's like the the A list of of people in Vancouver for sure. So you've been in Vancouver for about a month now, heading back to Nashville tomorrow. What's going on for you in the next little chunk of time where people can check you out and see what's what's happening in your world down there? Yeah, the best way is to stay connected on my website and my social platforms. I'm very very active on Instagram, and so um, that's the most prominent platform that I use, but uh, my website does have all of my show dates. I'm in the process of updating that. Uh, and so I'm playing around Nashville. I've got a number of shows and then I've got some stuff happening in Vancouver and yeah, it's going to be a really fun summer season. I'm excited to be traveling and performing and writing. It's what 
I'm all about. So I'm very grateful for this life that I live. Yeah, no kidding. And the Nash app, what is that? Yes, so I am uh, super proud of this project, the Nash app. Um, It's a weekly writer's night that I perform at in Nashville. And the vision behind Nash up is to celebrate all genres and styles in Nashville because although it is coined as a music city for country music, there is an overflow of talent in all different genres. And so I'm very excited to have a space for other artists to uh, tell their stories and showcase their talent. Awesome. Well, people can get in touch with you. Your website is ajjardine.com. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm super stoked. (laughs) Nice. And what song would you like me to play right now? Oh, you know what? I've been playing this song at a lot of my live shows. I I didn't play it for a little bit, but... uh, This is Chemistry off of my record, Midnight and Bourbon. All right, and you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. I'm a little lonely tonight, so come and be alone with me. Grab a coat and your keys, get your boots on And find me under the sheets Ain't much like the talk about when Where we stand is where we are the Time is ticking, I'm waiting Let's get it rolling now I know what drives you crazy, I know what drives you wild Let's spin it out together, it'll be a while Until I see you again This is far from the end If this is something permanent, maybe down the road
That was Chemistry by A.J. Jardine to close off the show. Check out ajjardine.com for more information on her music, her new videos, and upcoming shows. Don't forget to leave the station on 24-7. It's music online all the time. You can find your favorite programs at pacificnorthwestradio.com. And if you miss a show, you can download it on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. It's all there waiting for you. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at sheldonzaharko.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Head, recorded with Sheldon. And you can hear more Head at headmusic.ca. You can also check out my other band, Stone Poets, that Sheldon also produces at stonepoets.ca. Don't forget to listen in every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Make a Scene Canada here on Pacific Northwest Radio to discover your next favorite artist. I'm Sherelle Jardine, musician and music lover. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out some live music this week. Only we can prevent more venues from closing. Take a few minutes out of your day and share artists that you hear here on the station. Make a Scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on your social media. Together, let's make a scene in 2019. Here in this madness, bridging each connection.